Hello, Marlins fans, and welcome to this edition of Big Fish Small Pod for Thursday, July 22nd, 2021. If you are new to the Small Pod, here we like to give you all the information about the Marlins for that particular day and all season long in under 10 minutes. And last night, Miami finished their three-game series versus division rival, the Washington Nationals. And as the trade deadline looms closer to the Fish, the Fish lost the first two games versus the Washington Nationals, but looked back to take the third game as Nick Knighter was named the starter for the game after being called up by the Marlins, who they had to option Monte Harrison to make room for Nider, and Nider so far this season, before last game, started four games, played five this year, and had 20 innings pitched with an ERA of 4.50 and a whip of 1.65. Face off against Eric Fahidi, and his 14 starts compiled an ERA of 5.32, a whip of 1.44. 60 strikeouts and 27 walks for the Nationals pitcher. And this game started off really slow for both teams early on, but both pitchers began the game dealing. It was a really great performance from both pitchers, and they did not give up a single run until the fourth inning. And funny enough, both pitchers gave up a run in the fourth, which was really, you know, weird to see when you have both pitchers the same inning. And in the fourth for the Marlins, it was Joe Panic who had a ground out. Scored Starling Marte to give Miami a 1-0 lead until later in the inning, Nats right fielder Andrew Stevenson doubled off Nick Niner to tie the game at one apiece. Niner finished the game with a very respectable five innings pitch, three hits, one earned run, three walks, and two strikeouts on 79 pitches. 46 of those were strikes, and pitched probably one of his best performances in his young career this season. And some other stat lines for the Marlins in terms of pitching. Richard Blyer coming off a not-so-great performance. Had a really good one uh, last night. One and one-thirds innings pitched, only giving up two hits and did strike out one batter. Anthony Bass and two-thirds innings pitched, didn't give up a hit, didn't give up an earned run. And then we also had Dylan Floro, who gave up one hit and two innings pitch, but did strike out two. And to close the game out, get the save was Jimmy Garcia for the Marlins, which is really great to see after you see his struggles, but didn't blow save, pitched really well, and gave the Marlins a really great win. And after nine innings, the game was still tied. As both offenses could not get anything on the board since the fourth. And it all changed in the 10th inning, where Miami took the lead with a Jorge R. Faro RBI double. And Alfaro down the left field line. That'll get down and get to the wall. Brinson scores. Birdie's on his way to third. He is held there. And it's an RBI pinch hit double for Jorge Alfaro to give the Marlins the lead in the 10th. And later, they did get a sack fly by Miggy Rowe to extend the lead to 3-1. As said, Yimmy closed it out, and Miami won the game 3-1, taking an oh-so 
much needed win versus the division rival and it only gets a little more difficult from here as next up for the Marlins is tonight at 7 10 p.m. where the Marlins will face the San Diego Padres and Fernando Tatis who we all know is one of the best players in the game one of the best young players has a lot of home runs this season has just become you know an MVP candidate so far this season leads the NL in 28 home runs his average is 291 OPS of 1.14 and the pitching matchup tomorrow well we're not sure at the moment about the Marlins but Blake Snell will be pitching for the Padres and the Marlins should take care of maybe Blake Snell because he's not having the best of seasons a former Cy Young winner with a 5.21 ERA for me that does it here on the small pod so make sure to like share and subscribe to whoever you get the small pod and do remember this always go fish